Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 12 of the Power Company Podcast. We've got 12 episodes, and it's not even been a year. In fact, we're like, we're still two months shy of a year, so I'd say we're doing pretty damn well. I'm on the road. I am headed to Red River Gorge next, where I will be emceeing Rocktoberfest. Uh, it's one of my favorite events of the year just because it's home, and those are my people, and I get to see everybody and I love it there. I just wrapped up uh, 24 Hours of Horseshoe Hell emceeing that event. And, you know, no offense to any other events in the climbing world, but uh, they're down in Arkansas at Horseshoe Canyon Ranch. They definitely have the craziest after party of all. So if you have a chance to go, you should go and don't skip the after party. Anyway, moving on, I, I want to give a big shout out to you guys uh, for all your support of the board meetings podcast that Nate and I just recently put out. I got lots of great feedback, lots of good comments, and we definitely intend to keep that thing going. I've got several more already recorded and ready to go. So we'll keep those going in between episodes for as long as possible. And speaking of support, uh, check us out on patreon.com. That's patreon.com slash powercompanypodcast. And what that site is is basically a way for you to support us and you know help us get this thing out, help us keep it sponsor and commercial free, and help us keep the episodes coming. You know, the more you support and the more you want it, the more we're gonna do. We love doing this thing, so we'll keep it going if that's what you guys want. Check us out on there, patreon.com slash powercompanypodcast, or you can click the podcast link at powercompanyclimbing.com and you can you can give a dollar, you can give five dollars. Every little bit helps, and we appreciate it. Um, let's move on. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this thing rolling today. Uh, I've got a great, great conversation. Probably the most fun conversation I've had, to be honest, with uh, Will Anglin and Roland Chin, who are both coaches out at Earthtrex Golden in Colorado. And uh, Will's got a great blog. If you haven't seen it, I believe it's willanglin.squarespace.com. Definitely look him up if you just, you know, punch Will Anglin into your Googler, you will definitely find him. And he's also one of the owners over at Tension Climbing, where they make really great wooden holds. And he and Ben Spanith uh, both bring some great things to the table and are putting out really high-quality training tools. So definitely check them out at Tension. And actually, I need to talk to Will about trading a, uh, a power company tee for a Tension tee because I really like their tees. Um, anyway, all right, let's get into this thing. Have fun. Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. Holds are not something that you just grab and pull on. It's about moving around holds. It's about linking position to position.
So, P-O-E. We're not even going to tell them what that means yet. So, Okay. Sweet. What I want to start with is Will started explaining to me P-O-E and exactly how you came about it. So let's start there. Like you two have radically different styles. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, lean, so, in, lean in if you can. No. So Will is like, he's like tall and lanky and not very strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's true. He's pretty weak, honestly. It's true. Um, but he's really good at understanding movement and making it happen all the time. Whereas I am really bad at understanding movement. But he's really strong. <laughs> but you're really but strong. I'm really strong, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been a learning process for me for sure. Like, like two years ago, I didn't know how to keep my feet on. Well, let's, let's, um, let's talk about how strong you are first. <laughs> let's do it. I'm really strong. Because you, <laughs> because I know you want to talk about that. <laughs> sure. Um, how tall are you first off? Uh, about five, eight. And you can touch the rim. Yeah, I can hit rim. Right. <laughs> so, so there's that. Yeah. I can wave at the net. That's about as far as I can. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, and Will said you have this propensity for for explosive movement like you're just yeah you're just good at it's throwing ins- things around and it's being nuts. dynamic yeah it's like i was a gymnast when i was younger and i just really like moving fast and like catching things yeah <laughs> like like little jumps where you have to like this is gonna be really visual sorry but <laughs> you have to like jump into a small position and then hold like a gnarly swing that's like my favorite thing ever Gotcha. <clears throat> like jumping from really down low into like double gas stones and going like full horizontal. That's like the best. <laughs> I love that so much. That sounds so heinous to yeah. me. Whereas Will can like keep his feet on until it's too far away. And I can't do that. You know, he can like, like go tip to tip, like toe to toe to finger. Right. I can't do that. Yeah. You just jump and leave. I just jump. Feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then Will doesn't understand at all what happens when like you leave the wall. As yeah. soon as his points are off the wall, like he doesn't understand how to move around. Whereas yeah. like I understand like the spatial stuff more than he does, I guess. So if you're in the gym and you're lifting or <clears throat> campusing or mm-hmm. whatever, Roland, you're generally the stronger dude. Yeah. Almost a hundred percent of the time. And By you, a really large margin. <laughs> and, then if, yeah. and then if you go outside, that flips. And Will becomes the better yes. climber. Which is frustrating. <laughs> so <Ha>! let's, <laughs> let's, let's just lay it out a little bit. When you do go outside and mm-hmm. you're climbing, what, what are the grades roughly? Just a, a rough estimate of what you generally can climb outside. In a day, it's anywhere from like 10 to 12. Um, but if I'm projecting, it's like 13 for, for boulders. Okay. Um, for sport routes, I haven't done many recently, but it's like... I can I can probably put down like mid fourteen in a couple of sessions. Okay. And your grades will are about where? Pretty similar. So <clears throat> I Do you can, just get it done faster? It, do you where does the when you go outside the rolls flip and you're the, the better climber? So I generally do the harder stuff. I don't want to say I do the harder stuff faster. It, it really depends on style. Like there will be a nine and Roland will do it in two tries and it'll take me 15. And then there'll be... And then and that's generally like a jumpy style. Yeah, like yeah. jumping to a crimp right. is the most recent <clears throat> example. And then, so he'll do that faster, but there's a lot less of that. 
Sorry. It's all good. Do it. There's a lot less of that pure dynamic, just obliterating the rock kind of movement outside. And if there is, it's generally not the whole boulder problem. There's always some sort of other aspect to your climbing that you have to have in order to actually top yep. the boulder out or finish the some route. Some sort of finesse you have to use. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and whatever it is. And I typically excel more at those things. Yep. And so the, like those kind of boulders I'll do a lot more quickly. Um, like, the, like the exfoliator. Yeah, or evil backwards. Or, or evil backwards. Those kind of things. Like I tried the exfoliator like a couple times at the end of a session with, you know, tape on most of my fingers and everything. And then was like, man, it's kind of hard, but like, I think I can do it. And then came back and did it in like a couple tries one evening. And it's how many times have you tried that first move? <laughs> oh my God. So many, so many times. I can't, I can't even touch it. But like the rest of the boulders totally fine. But yeah, like the part of the the part of the boulder where you just like crush the holds, like he just no big deal hikes it, like no <laughs> right. big deal. But the first move requires like very precise foot and core tension, and all of these things have to go right at the same time. And right. then you stick the move, and it's not that it's actually not that hard when everything happens at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's probably what I would describe my style as is trying to make things happen at the right time i can do that pretty well have a lot of things come together for like one move or one sequence of moves but when it's pure simple like grab this bad hold and rip it to this bad hold i'm pretty vulnerable to just not being able to do it because i'm not strong enough yeah i often I often describe climbing movement, uh, even a single move, as like a flip book. There, there's a yeah. bunch of different things that have to go on at one, you know, to all line up to make the move happen correctly. Mm. And and I'm actually just about to put out on Instagram a an actual flip book that took me for fucking ever to finish. <laughs> you have no idea how that's hard so it is cool. to make a flip book. But at any rate, that's how I think of climbing moves. So it sounds like that's what you're good at, Will. Is connecting all those pages on the flip books and Roland, you're good at skipping the middle pages and just jumping yeah, from the beginning to the exactly. end. Exactly. Like we've talked about this a couple of times before and it's like, if more than one thing has to happen at once, I can't do it. But if it's right. one thing that has to happen and it's really hard, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do yeah. that. But. And that's really frustrating for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And did that, I know a couple of years ago you, really worked on like you dove into the minutiae of jumping and being more dynamic was Roland kind of the the thing that led you into that 110 percent, yeah all of it <laughs> i we because we session on the blackboard at earth treks and golden like all the time that's like our main thing right and very quickly it was like yo you suck at jumping like you're so bad at it how have you got this far like looking like that when you jump like that's insane uh and (laughs) that's like pretty verbatim like what he was like you suck like you need to deal with that because it's not okay uh and it has taken me so so long a long time and it's (laughs) so much effort no and i'm still not very good at it like 
I can I can do it enough to where like when I have to, right. I can generally like squeak it out. Um, but it's not your go-to style. No, I mean while while y'all were warming up and we were there's like a V9 one move just dyno oh on the back side of so the <laughs> exfoliator <laughs> boulder. Roland did it in like two tries. Yeah, or something really whatever. Fast. Like really fast when when he did it. Because it's he's one move. You taller. Just jump it's a jump. Head. Like right. it's far, and like I probably tried it five or ten times before I even hit the lip, and then I like covered the lip and did it so just terribly like i hit it i swung all the way out i like kicked him and almost kicked him off the top of the other <laughs> boulder like, it, was like, like uh... it was catastrophic and we're like all right we're like we'll have to come back for this but like <laughs> i will go back and i will do that boulder yeah and i think that's important is you know one thing i really love about climbing is that there are different styles that work for the exact same thing yeah you know so will you can do it in your more controlled style and Roland's going to find his way to jump through it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And most of the time. But occasionally you're going to run up against that point where you need the other style. You need to be proficient. Yes. And and that's kind of what we're talking about here today, right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into POE. <clears throat> and how did you, when you realized you had different styles, you're trying to basically teach each other the opposing style, right? Yeah. What did you come across that led you to POE? It's all about the position. Position over everything. Which is what POE Which is stands what, for. Yeah. Right. POE. And there's a sick gang sign for <laughs> there, There's you a gang sign for this. I'm, I'm yeah. Doing it. The Earth Treks kids know the gang <laughs> sign. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, so it, we found that it had, it kind of became a common thread in both of our deficiencies as climbers. And also we started to pick it out basically in, in everything. And it started to drive us a little bit insane. And we can and, see that. Yeah. <laughs> and now, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more insane. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, for, for me, I guess I'll describe it in the way that it applied to me learning how to jump mm. and you can do it in the way that you're still learning cool. how to keep still learning how to do it. Yeah. So my in the, in the way that you still suck at using yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's well, what I heard. Yeah. There. yeah. So for I guess for one, I am not very explosive. I'm not powerful at all. I can get to a point where like I have like some semblance of power where it's like, oh maybe you're powerful. But it took me a ridiculous amount of work just to get a little bit. Right. And so even just jumping like not even catching it like just the simple act of like straightening my legs quickly in order to propel myself (laughs) in a direction like that's really difficult for me to do uh (laughs) so (laughs) it's really hard so like you know when you're jumping and you like your legs are bent and then they're straight like that whole thing yeah yeah like like try jumping without straightening your legs and that's what you look like when you're trying to yeah and and then and then make it worse because it's really bad it's It's like flaily and uh but yeah just so just jumping first of all uh I had to figure out how to do that. And a lot of that involved positioning my hips in the right place so that when I did straighten my legs as hard as I could, which still is not very hard, I would actually start going in the right direction. Right. Um, that, that was the first thing. 
And then once I started getting to the hold, it was like, well, you're still not sticking them. You're touching them, but no one cares about that. Like <laughs> if you're not, if you're not doing it, then right. it's pointless. So what I started to realize is I would jump. Well, I use that term loosely and <laughs> like just barely snag some thing with like totally straight arm. My whole body's straight. My leg is straight. And I'm just like this huge, awkward, spindly pendulum and <laughs> just go whipping off the wall. And like, no one's going to hold anything like that. Right. Like we would do days where it'd be like, let's feel really, let's have Will feel really bad about himself. And we would do <laughs> jumps yeah. to one handed jugs. And Roland would just smash them all, and I'd fall off every single one. Like, I can't even jump and grab a jug one-handed. It's insane. Would it be, would every time be that you were catching it and then swinging off? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was like, and I knew I was doing it, and that made it even worse. And so it, I mean, it took a lot of focus. It took a lot of berating from Roland, which I appreciate. Got you. Uh, <laughs> my, my dog. <laughs> you my dog and everything. Uh, but it became more about the position I was jumping into, like occupying a certain point in space right. with, you know, bent elbows, like engaged shoulders. And so that when I caught the hold, I was there. I was set into that position. Right. Positioning your body at the end, not yeah, just at the beginning. Not jumping yep. and just trying to get desperately my hand on the hold and then deal with the fallout afterwards. But actually jump move my body into a position where i can actually interact helpfully with the holds <laughs> that i'm going to rather than just like being like i just have to get my hand on it because that's not good enough you can't just get your hand on it like yeah. like yeah like oh my goodness I, yeah because you're, when you're climbing you're not just grabbing holds no right, like for there's, sure. there's a million other if things that happen nickel yep. for every hold i've touched a whole flip book. but could yeah. never exactly, do yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, you gosh. know, when Chris Sharma first kind of burst onto the scene, I'm old enough to remember that. Mm. And you're old. Yeah, I'm old. And he, <laughs> there was a lot of shit being talked from all these old schoolers about he doesn't know how to climb, you know, he just jumps around. Mm. <clears throat> but I remember an article breaking down Sharma's new technique, mm. you know. And he would, he would drop a foot back when he was doing these big jumps, drop a foot off the wall. So his body became more vertical instead yeah. of like hugging the wall when he jumped. So, so he would end up not swinging at all at the end of these throws. You know? And that's when it first occurred to me that that, that jumpy, powerful style you know, had real merit and was a real technique that... Yeah. If you can position your body before you leave the ground, before you leave the holds, and you know, turn up at the next hold or land at the next hold in the correct position, then that's when the move happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not there. just to launch yourself there and be strong. You know, that's yeah, not sure. all it is. So it, it's not that Roland is just strong. It's just that he understood. A different type of position than you understand. Yeah, like right. I'm just way better at jumping between holes than Will is, right? For like a lot of reasons. Yeah, I mean, even like being in gymnastics and like learning how to control your body in the air—that's something I never had. Yeah. Any any and aerial other awareness you learn yeah. in gymnastics, yeah. it's any, really important. Anything I did before climbing involved like 
feet planted on the ground. Like I wrestled, I played soccer and yep. other nonsense sports like that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> nonsense sports like yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> um, man, if you've seen <clears throat> pictures of me like jumping, like cliff jumping like into the water, it's it's dis- it's disgusting. <laughs> it it's looks like, like you're falling to your yeah, death. Yeah, like I just don't yeah. I don't have a good awareness of like once I'm not connected to something, like if I can have like a point on the rock awesome if I got two, for sure. <laughs> uh, like all everything makes sense, but as soon as I'm no longer like touching the rock with any control, right. Being able to manipulate my body while I'm in the air or anticipate how I'm going to have to do it prior to actually like disconnecting from the rock that takes I can do it but it takes so many more tries and like so much effort and so much attention just to like barely do it right it does not come natural at all where for Roland I think he's totally at home in the air like I mean, the crazy like dinos and stuff that he comes up with. I'm like, I just, that would take me a week to do what you just yeah. did first try. <laughs> right. Right. So jumping's not just like anybody can jump. Anybody can throw themselves into the air. Yeah. It might look ridiculous, but they can throw themselves into the air. So there's a lot more to it than, than just, just being strong, yeah. just leaping, you know? Mm-hmm. So Roland, when you were, you know, when Will's trying to belittle you <laughs> since you've been belittling him so much and and coach you into mm-hmm. learning this newer style for you, what what are you learning? What's going through your head? I'm learning so much. <laughs> um, just from like, <clears throat> especially when we started too, because I couldn't keep my feet on um, like, like two or three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And then we, Will would like do a tension move on the blackboard at like 55 or whatever. Um, and then I'd try it and I would just go, Bam, my feet would just pop off and hit the ground. He'd be like, you'll just keep your feet on. Violently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I like, I didn't understand at all what that meant. So we had to like break it down. And it's, there's like so much that happens. Um, Cause it's like, you have to keep your core tight, which I didn't know about until I had to keep my feet on. Right. You just um, generate the momentum. And yeah. Then, and then I was just like, and then my tighten back when and you catch. close enough to like keep yeah. my foot on or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like when you catch hold, it's like, <clears throat> it's the opposite of when you jump, when you try to keep your feet on. Cause your leg has to be bent. So you have a strong leg to pull in with mm-hmm. and your arm has to be straight when you catch so you can stay like over the foot. Um, and I didn't know that until like a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> like, specifically on, on Shuhari out in um, Crested Butte. Cause the crux is like, um, it's like a hypertension move off of like a smear spot between like bad pinches. Yeah. Um, and it's insane. Like, like I could, I could reach, everything like really comfortably um but the way i was trying it until like last time i was on it i was going up and i was trying to straighten my leg and catch the pinch with a bent arm um like you do when you try to jump or like yep. something powerful yep. like you exactly. want to be like your upper body is in a perfect <clears throat> position your lower body is just like fuck it and it goes wherever yeah <laughs> yeah but but i finally realized that you had to like basically sit on the foothold and then just move your hand um yep. you have to be really really good with pulling with your feet exactly manipulating yeah. your body with your feet yep. and like keeping your hips in keeping your core tight and then once you hit the hold like the move's not over still um which is really similar to jumping mm-hmm. um because you have to like press the foot into the wall and position yourself under the hold and then like keep your core tight and basically like do a front lever on the smear 
And if um, you push too hard, then you pop off the foot. Then you're going to pop off. And you don't yep. push hard enough. Then you slip. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and if you pull too hard in the pinch and you pull your foot off the hole, like there's so much that has to happen. Um, and I was able to stick it like one time. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. When, um, well, we were up in, you know, you guys were there up in Lincoln Lake today and it was my first time bouldering on granite really, other than, you know, Vita Vu cracks and Yosemite really like count. 15, 20 <laughs> years ago or something. Mm-hmm. But I was really paying attention to, you know, bouldering with Nate. He's, he's really good at pulling with his feet mm-hmm. and really good at trusting those little glassy feet. We saw that. So good on you. <laughs> that was awesome. You know, I, I really try to pay a lot of attention to that mm-hmm. because being a, a Red River sport climber, most of my you know recent climbing career, I, I generally move with like this weird abbreviated momentum and just catch holds, you know, because mm-hmm. you can just glom <clears throat> your feet into whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I watch his tension and try to mimic that, and I'm rarely successful at it. But, but it's cool to see that there are different styles that work and to see that there are guys who are super strong, who are also learning the same Who just things. don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you're teaching these things to your kids, how do you, how do you break it down to them, this POE? I guess. The, the same way, more or less, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we try and be blunt but caring. <laughs> and... It's for them, I guess, the way that we go about it or try to start to guide them into it is talking about holds are not something that you just grab and pull on. It's about moving around holds. It's about linking position to position. And if you're in the right position, you'll be able to hold the hold. But if you have your hand on the hold and you're not in the right position, it's going to feel terrible. It's going to feel really hard. And when you come to me and you've tried a boulder problem two or three times and you're like, I can't do it. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not even close. Like, it takes, and it's especially like when you're learning something, and, and we are both very familiar with that because we're smack in the middle of it, it takes a lot of attempts. It takes a lot of attention and you just have to try it a lot of times and you know it when you feel it. I think people understand that inherently. Like they'll try a move five, 10, 15 times. Like this is insane. And each time, like after every couple of attempts, you're like, you know, maybe try this. Turn the direction that your heel is. Point your knee the opposite direction. I get that a ton. Right. People are backstepping stuff that they should be squared up to or vice versa and lean into the hold like if your hips are straight out from the wall or your knees are pointing straight into the wall and you bend your leg where your hips gonna go straight back that's not great and so trying to get them to think about moves as positions to be in rather than oh that crimps really hard to hold or i'm bad at slopers be like you're not bad at slopers you're really strong like you're really good at you're good at all of these holds. It's not the hold that's the issue. It's not the wall angle that's the issue. It's this more global thing that is important in any type of climbing, you know, regardless of discipline, regardless of hold type, regardless of angle or anything, rock type, it doesn't matter. 
you just have to be in the right positions. And when you are, things tend to go your way. And when you're not, they do not go your way. Yeah. And you know, I think everybody, (laughs) I think everybody experiences that. Like you, you see it or hear it in the gym so much with people going, Oh, something just happened there. Like, yeah. For some reason, that just worked. Yeah. What was my, that? My new favorite thing to say, because I only get to say it like once or twice in a season to a kid, is like, Did you feel that? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they'll like do something and be like, Oh, and I'll be like, Right. Yeah. For <laughs> that sure. was it. And like, you, you get it. <laughs> yeah. And if, you're, and if you're paying attention beforehand, you know, if you're really trying to figure it out, you're going to know what that small change was, or mm-hmm. at least have an idea and be able to maybe recreate it or get closer to recreating mm-hmm. it. You can start narrowing it down. For exactly. Sure. And I think that's really important to go into it, paying attention to the body positions mm-hmm. instead of just saying, the, the go-to always seems to be, I just need to pull harder, you know, or I just need Which to try is, harder, or I just yeah. need to, yeah. you know, whatever. But it, it always comes down to muscle and strength. You yeah, know? I think it seems to be the go-to. People always want like the the easy way out, right? Yep. And the the easy way out is usually like I could just be stronger, but it's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> you could do that right now. Yeah, like, you, you have to get better. Yeah. Um, I had something smart to say, but I totally forgot. I'll I'll remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think that like kind of like exactly what you're talking about. That thought process of not fail like don't fail on a move and the first thing is you're like oh well my fingers aren't strong enough i'm gonna hang board more or you couldn't squeeze those two holds together hard enough so you're like oh well my like arms or my chest or whatever it is it's so easy to not do something and then immediately be like oh like if i could just one arm that like of course i would do it like yeah sure but that's not the answer and having people think about what they're doing and pay attention to what they're doing like when you fall off like try and figure out why you fell off if you fall off and you're not trying to figure out why you fell off that was a completely wasted attempt yeah and don't go to the like you know like roland just said people want the easy way out don't just go to the first easy answer you know like exactly yeah like nate and i were talking on the way down from lincoln lake today about we're we're working on a core ebook for Mm -hmm. core training for climbing that that kind of goes into how to activate and use your core effectively instead of just doing ab exercises, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because um, I hear all the time in the gym when people's feet pop off, them saying, you know, I need to do more core workouts. No. Yeah. You know? And that's not the case. You need to, you need <laughs> yeah. to learn how to use your core better. I have, yeah. I have you know? a just lot like you were just saying, Roland. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, like, <laughs> the same thing I just went through, um, like, maybe six to nine months ago. Um, I didn't know like what proper plank form was. Right. Like my core has always been strong, but just like as happenstance, not because I was doing good planks. Like I didn't know that you had to like pull your ribs in and like get your hips close to close to like your nipples basically. Right. Um, and as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, I get it. And then like, it was like a big breakthrough. Like I keep my feet on way, way differently and I could do front levers all of a sudden. Yeah. And like, you're, and you were a gymnast. So yeah, I was a gymnast. Like so I'm, having a hollow body, something you were already familiar with, but yeah. you, you hadn't transferred that over to climbing. Yeah, exactly. Or like I just had never known how to do it and I got by on other stuff. For right. Because you're strong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm so strong. Yeah. <laughs> and just adorable. And just so, so cute. cute. He's the cute one. And super single. So. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Just, he yeah. likes long walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like but it, coffee and rap. 
So. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> I'm basically perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember what I was going to say earlier, too, if I can do it. Okay, do it. Um, I think people want the easy way out a lot of the time, but a lot of the time they also want somebody else to do it for them. For um, sure. Like a lot of people aren't willing to put in the time. I speak people just generally. Like I spend a lot of time in the gym and hear a lot yep. of just complaints. Yep. Um, but a lot of times people like want an answer right away. And like with, with climbing especially, it's such a, it's such like an in your head thing that nobody can tell you how to do it. All they can do is like, like explain how they felt when they did it, <clears throat> give you like some pointers. But like when it comes down to it, like it's all um, on you. Yeah. yeah. And, and totally. nobody, nobody can be like, oh, you just do this and then you just do it. Like yeah. there's, there's so much more that has to happen like in your head to make a movement like go down. We yeah, get that so many parts. all yeah. the time with uh, the kids specifically because they're kids. And, and we're there to help them. Yeah. We're, totally. we're like the dudes with the answers. Um, but they're, they're always like, or, or we had one kid in particular who would just break down. He was really young and be like, why won't you just tell me the answer? Right. Why won't you just People tell me what beta, to do exactly so that I can how. do it? Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not. I can't. There's no, there's no word. There's no phrase. There's nothing I can say right now that you'll just be like, oh, and then do it. Yeah. It's like, I can help nudge you towards like in the direction I think you should go based on like what I've done and you know my experience and watching you climb and stuff but it really comes down to you like are you paying attention to what you're doing are you trying hard are you trying as hard as you can or as hard as you want to try or as hard as you feel like you should have to or try or even in the right way like, yeah or like yeah. it it's it's so much more complex than that and I think the more important thing is not for you to do the move but to figure out how to figure out how to do the move like what what is the thought process what do you have to notice how can you get yourself to figure out what you're not doing and what you need to do and how you need to do it yeah steve bechtel who i've talked to a lot um loves to talk about the investment of training meaning you're it's like putting money in the bank you know it's not it's not something that's readily available right now you're you're gonna cash that in later, and you're gonna yep. you're gonna reap the benefits later. And I think what people want is this immediate transaction, like put the money on the table, give me the product. Yeah, you know? I feel that. I I mean, and I've been training a lot for a long time, and <laughs> every I mean I I don't I can't tell you the specifics. I don't know, but. It every single time, like I can go back into my training logs and go back into like my calendars and I feel like every time, like I look, I see that it works. I see that it works for me. Like I see my numbers go up. I see my sends go up. I'm like climbing harder things and I can look back and I can see all of it. But right now I'm like, I hate this phase that I'm in. Like I don't, there, there's no metric to measure. Yeah, it. I don't yeah, no. feel good. Like, I, but I know that I'm keeping myself diminished. Like I'm keeping myself under this workload because in a week I'm going to switch over to this thing. And then in four weeks, I'm going to switch over to this thing. And then in two weeks, then I'm going to feel good. Right. And it's every single time I have to like, like, will it's going to be fine. <laughs> And do it's you, hard for me to do. Do you do that do, in a I, Bruce Lee voice? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or do you do it in Roland's I, voice? I, yeah, it's so my voice it, for sure. It's a combination. It's like a really mean Bruce Lee with a low voice. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and I and I know it works, and it's still hard for me 
to accept it sometimes. And so, yeah, like I, I, I feel for people in that way. Like I, I know it sucks. And I think my, I don't, I'm not naturally talented at any sort of thing in climbing. I think the one thing that like I have is I'm really stubborn and, uh, like I don't like not being able to do things and I'll put in the work. I'll do whatever it takes to get to where I want to go. And you're and honest with yourself. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's, I think that's super <laughs> sometimes important. Maybe sometimes too, too much. <laughs> yeah. And that can happen too. You know, Nate, Nate called me. I don't remember if you called me or texted me, but he asked me this past winter, how many times in a given session do you think you give hundred percent effort. And I thought about it for a while and I, I think my answer was zero to three. Three being a miracle session, you know, because say you're in rolling shoes and you're, you know, jumping with all you've got at this problem where you're smearing and, and throwing to a horrible pinch, but, and you still can't hold it. Were you giving 100% effort? You were giving what you had and what you knew, but but you weren't giving the right efforts, you know? Mm-hmm. So in my mind, that's not necessarily 100% effort. Yeah, right. you're, I was gonna... You're, you're missing a big piece of it. Yeah, because like, I was gonna add on to that, because my, my 100% like physical tryhard is like, eyes closed, everything flexed. Right, <laughs> <laughs> like that's awful for climbing. That'll never get you anywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> So 100% effort when you're climbing is like a totally different thing. Um, and it's like such a rarity. It's like... Um, well, since we're giving... Yeah. Since we're trying to, you know, hook you up here over the podcast, is that how you meet girls too? It is. Eyes, <laughs> eyes, eyes closed, closed everything flexed. flexed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... Oh. Yeah, it it's... Uh, is it? Does it? No, I mean... No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just saying. Yeah. You still single? Still, I'm still We're working single. on it. We're working on it. We are. We're gonna set it. up a hotline, and yeah. all the women are gonna call in call for Roland. Roland. <laughs> With a oh, W, man. so we all know. Yeah, I. When it comes to trying hard, I. Like I know I've tried a hundred percent three times, maybe five times in yep. like sixteen years. Right. And I remember like some of the it's. It's insane. It's a really cool feeling. And when you do it and you think back on it, you're like, that was it. Like, that's insane. And it's learning how to try hard and try hard in the right way is an ongoing thing. I, don't, I mean, yeah, I agree totally because those, you know, those zero to three times per session that I would give 100%, now I might look back and say, Oh, maybe I wasn't really giving hundred percent because this piece was still missing. You know, I didn't even know that that piece existed at the time, but now mm-hmm. I'm beginning to understand it. I, I was just trying to think like to when I was, I've ever given like a hundred true percent for climbing. And I think it's never <laughs> honestly, mm-hmm. like I either try hundred percent and like flail off the boulder mm-hmm. and just like flex my way to the ground yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> or I like, or I figure out something else to do and it's like totally yeah. fine or like learn the move and it's like not a big deal. Yeah, for me coming from a, you know, a Red River sport climbing background, it was always I want it to feel easy. Yeah. You know, I want to just execute it perfectly and 
And I would find myself, and I still find myself if I'm in the gym or even outside, if it's, if I know, if I can see that I'm not going to be able to smooth my way through it, I might just quit. Yeah. You know, that's, that's move a on to something else. It's I, I grew easy to fall into too. that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Because when you send sport climbs, it's like it's like you're on a cloud almost sometimes. Yeah. Like you're you're tired, but you're like totally fine with it. Yep. <laughs> and like you just kind of cruise to the top. But with bouldering, it's like it's way harder all yeah, the time. Yeah, it is. It definitely yeah. is. I spent my whole last winter learning to try hard. Because I can't as again, as a Red River sport climber, I know I'm bashing Red River sport climbers here basically, <laughs> but I'm with you. Yeah. Um get them. You know, I, it was really hard for me to leave the ground trying hard. Yeah. Like, like the, the, the route that I was just trying in, in wild iris, the old guidebook used to have the description that said, step off the block and go boom. (laughs) And I can't do that. Yeah. That's really hard for me to pull off the ground and just try super hard. It's that's, yeah, I think that's hard. I mean, I hope that's hard for everybody or we're like really terrible, uh, but it's difficult to do that. I especially find myself doing it sport climbing because you always feel like, oh, I'm like, I've got to save it for something. Right. Like, what are you saving it for? <clears throat> do it. Like, just do it. And then if you have gas to the top, you have gas to the top. Like, there's a time for efficiency and there's a time to just rip just, it. Yeah, just rip it. Right. And I think when you're learning all of it, you can combine that super try hard with your new awareness of position, you know, your new POE, and you can make the two things work together. But you have sure. to get really good at both of them first. Yes. You know, yeah. because I know when I when I try to talk myself into trying hard, I get stupid. Like mm, my yeah. climbing looks stupid, you know. And when I try to focus on my positions and just move efficiently like I like to, I'm not able to try hard. I, so trying I to combine those way. two things. Um, we yeah. always joke that like, I'm just mentally super weak. <laughs> like I'm really bad at like trying hard or like dealing with pain or like not or failure or failure. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to cut this part out because you're not going to get any dates this way. Oh yeah. I'm like basically just a super masculine dude. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, like I get uh, shot a lot. It's <laughs> just casual. That's why you like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like trying hard is the hardest thing to do, honestly. Um, yeah. And in the right ways, like in being able to deal with the fact that you're trying hard mm-hmm. is really difficult. And I find yeah. that like every single day. That gets in, I think, to a really important thing, which is the difference between seeking success and seeking mastery. And that's been something that Roland and I and and our, like, basically everyone we climb with, we try and focus on because it's so much more fun that way, I (laughs) think. Like, it's, I mean, sending something is great, but... It's, it's super, not that great. <laughs> it's fleeting. Like, like you get to the top and you're like, all right, cool. But when you when you worked <laughs> yeah. for it and it was something that... And sending like, isn't necessarily mastery is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. no. Yeah, success right. is not mastery at all. Uh, it's cool when those two things combine. I think that's, for me at least, the most fulfilling feeling and why I seek out stuff that 
is difficult. Like, uh, again, like just to bring it back to Lincoln Lake today, trying Great War for Civilization, that thing is brutal for me. It represents almost everything that I'm bad at. Like, with the exception of like a really like, like pure jump move, it's got everything I suck at. And I could just stop working on it. Like I've probably put eight sessions into it now, nine sessions and not done it. And I've got stomped for a whole season on it. And it's the most time I've put into a boulder problem days wise, I think ever. And I could very easily, well, I, I couldn't, but a person could very easily <clears throat> just not do that boulder. Like go do the crimp tension boulder or, you know, whatever it is that you're good at. Like I could go do another 8B relatively quickly, but it doesn't, that won't mean anything to me. Right. Where so, when so I do this, I'm going to like lose it. <laughs> yeah. and i will so, do it so in the process of working on great war for civilization are you employing these same poe oh yeah ideas and tactics and you're not just going i need to be stronger to to grab this mm. hold or whatever no because i am stronger i'm stronger than when i first tried it but i'm still having the same kinds of issues because they're not zach yeah who just takes a shit on it yeah, he. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. I was like, I can't do this move. It's like, how do you do it? And he just, I didn't even warm up. It was like the first move of the day that he did. He just put his shoes on and did it. And I was like, oh, like, thanks. And it's not like he just barely Ass, did it. He, like, didn't, <laughs> he didn't just barely do it. He got up and just went like this and watch like that. And then just <laughs> right. did it. And, and then it just was went amazing. to the top. It was insane. And so, yeah, like I've basically had to break down every single move minus the first move which you just which is just easy but every other move other than the first move i've had to like break down and be like all right my foot's here why is it here like i'm like i have to hold this crimp i need to lean off of it in a particular way uh just today like i finally now i finally feel like i can say i'm close to doing it and in the next couple times i try it i'll end up doing it because Today I unlocked. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> the two days ago I finally figured out how to lean off of this left hand crimp in the seam in order to do what for me is one of the hardest moves, but it's the move that Zach just dookies on all the time. Right. Uh, right, and you just said I figured out how to lean off of it. It wasn't yeah. I got stronger and was able to hold this crimp in the seam. It was I figured out the position exactly the exact angle i needed to be at leaning off this crimp to make it work yeah so i figured out how to lean off of it but i was still not doing the move because i wasn't initiating the move right and it's particular like you just have to do it right and when you do it right it's fine and i but i i knew i was missing something and i was trying and i watched zach try it a couple more times and well not try it i watched him just do it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is really helpful if you're trying to learn someone, something helpful. and someone can yeah. just do it. You're like, oh, sick. Like, all right, do it again. <laughs> Let me watch from this angle. And and today I was really excited because I figured out, like combined the lean with 
this little like exchange of pressure between the feet and this like little hip toss like micro kind of dead point and then you just whip up to it we call it the groany arm because uh <laughs> zach groanwald just does it like yeah. it's his thing and he's he can take his so good from, out of it like on one side of his body and then just trace his shoulders and then snap out in like the fastest. It's like way. a really it's strong wet whip. noodle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like al dente. Zach is yeah. a really strong it's wet like, noodle. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, actually, if you, yeah, you watch him climb, like watch him do that boulder on Vimeo and you'll be like, that's what's a really strong limp noodle. <laughs> <laughs> and he just crushes it. Uh, yeah. And I, I figured it out and I yeah. did the move a bunch of times and did it from a couple moves in. And now I like, I'm like, okay. Now I know how to do all the moves. Now I just have to do like four moves that I find really hard that re require a lot of attention and I have to do them all in a row and the weather has to be like somewhat okay and all well, that. That. <laughs> that. That one move off the crimp in the seam, just so people have a reference point, roughly you know, not, you don't have to look through your training logs or anything, but roughly how many days did you spend just trying to figure out that move? Four this year. Yeah. And a bunch last year, probably five last year and three the year before. And you stuck it like one time by accident last year. Yeah. Yeah. And I did. I did all those, the moves last oh, year. Something worked, but <laughs> I, yeah, was it, but I didn't do, there were like three moves that I I guess technically I did them. Like I went from one hold into the other hold and held it, but it, I didn't do them in a way that would ever allow me to do the next move. So like, did you really do the move? No, right, I didn't. Right. But two days ago and today I did every move and like linked every move together and you, you finally know, found all the positions and like, okay, <clears throat> here it is. I know how to do it. Now it's time to do it. Yeah. So multiple you know, nine, 10 sessions on one single move, just figuring out the position. One, yeah, not, yeah, just, yeah, just figuring out how to like hang off of one hold. Like it's silly. It's but so I, but silly. But I think it's important. But it's, it's super, important yeah, it's important to, to me, but like, like, come on, dude, like. That the answer isn't just to get stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. not. Sometimes you just have to be like, I know I can do it. And I'm going to do it until I do it. Like, however long that takes, <laughs> yep. I'm going to figure it out. That's definitely the quote that's going at the beginning of yeah. this book. <laughs> I know I can do it, and I'm going to do it until, until I, I do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might sound really corny, but a couple of weeks ago, I stopped thinking, like, I don't think I can do that. And I started just saying, like, I don't get it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, that's exactly what's happening. Because I feel like I'm strong enough to do, like, probably anything. <clears throat> At this point. Yeah, like, but like honestly, I just don't get how to do it. Yeah, so and I, I think if you it. if you start with that, you start then running through the options exactly and start yeah. trying new things. If you immediately just admit I don't get it, yeah, you start trying every possible position or yep, and that's you know, exactly holding the hold slightly different or moving yeah. your hips into a different place or whatever. Yeah, you know, you you look at all the options exactly. So is there an overriding philosophy for this POE? Is there something that <laughs> You think embodies it? No rules. No rules. There are rules. But the first rule is that there's no rules. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we we try, we keep trying to make like the basic rules of climbing, and we keep coming up with like ridiculous stuff. Like, yeah. there's like five rules, and the first rule is that there's no rules. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the second rule is like poe. Um, but what it, what no rules means is that like any way you can get into the right positions, like do it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's no there's no. Um, I got I my no words. I got you my got I got my Bruce okay. quote lined up. Do it, fire away. Bruce has the words. I was like, trying to prompt Bruce. you for this. So yeah, I'm glad you figured it out. Bruce has the words. <laughs> uh, Bruce Lee, in case you hadn't heard, <laughs> <laughs> he's the man. Anyway, uh, so this this is a a quote from Bruce Lee that I think perfectly kind of sums it up. It's Man, the living creature, the creating individual, is always more important than any established style or system. And I think that's that's what that's I was trying it. to say. Like, yeah, I think I think we can just stop there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let let Bruce wrap it up. Yeah. Drop the mic, Bruce. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks. I don't know about you guys, but that was definitely a ton of fun for me. I know we all had a great time in there, and we actually had a room full of people while we were recording that podcast, so it was a lot of fun to kind of share that, you know, that energy with all those people, and and that's led to the idea of doing live podcasts, so I think we're going to continue that, but but anyway, I really, really appreciate what Will and, and Roland bring to the table in the sense that they're not so focused on just the uh you know the physical training aspect the the lifting weights or the campusing or the hangboarding they're they're very focused on the practice of it um and and the position over everything idea is something that i've i've explored my entire climbing career i've always said you know to everybody that i've worked with don't don't climb from hold to hold climb from position to position and i think that's really important to really look into in your own climbing um, and figure out if that's what you're doing, and if not, you know, step your game up. Um, you can find uh, Will at willanglin.squarespace.com and at tensionclimbing.com. I uh, just checked on Roland's Facebook. He is still single, so ladies, you're definitely going to want to check out Roland. Uh, you can find us at powercompanyclimbing.com. You can support us on Patreon. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. But no Twitters. We don't tweet. We scream like eagles. Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, this time, this time, this time. This time, this time, this time, this time. 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 This time, this time